From Orlando, Florida and Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome to the 1330 Podcast with your hosts, Keith Neighbor and Brent Bailey. Pulling from nearly half a century of experience, Brent and Keith share unique wisdom and proven insight to build the leader within you. Interact with us now on Facebook and Twitter at 1330podcast or email your questions and comments to 1330podcast at gmail.com. The 1330 Podcast starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome to the 1330 Podcast. I am Keith Neighbor and I have my cohort in crime. Wow, are we, are we allowed to talk like that? I don't know if we are. <laughs> we're not criminals. We're certainly not smooth criminals if we were, so. What's up, everybody? It's Brent Bailey, and uh, we're in the middle of talking about some behaviors that leaders and, and executives, pastors, and business people all tend to do and uh, actually hold themselves back. And uh, we were talking last week about copying others so much so that you lose yourself. And I had an experience of this when I first started our church. Well, do tell. In October of 2012, I started a church in Orlando, Florida, and I was what's, very, what's the name of that church? This Brent? Direction Church. Direction and, Church. And the website is Direction dot Church. But uh, can I watch you on live you sure streaming can. on Sundays? You when sure you're preaching? can. 10 a.m. Eastern Time, All right. and uh, you can uh, sure tune in. But uh, as I was starting the church, I went with what uh, a, a, an approach that was definitely new for me. Um, I mean, I've been a youth, I was a youth pastor for over twenty years at that point, and would always was always you know a little bit more slanted a modern way anyway. But uh, when I started the church, I I tried to um, do things outside of my characteristics. I mean, I'm I'm loud. I have a you know a big booming voice. I, I mean, uh, I'm some would say uh, obnoxiously funny and. And you know, just uh, outgoing, and I tried to go with a uh, with this more of this this uh, modernistic hipster type, you know, not saying a whole lot, you know, real quiet and self struggling. And and I'm not here to slam on or knock any of if that's your style, go for it. But I noticed that my church wasn't responding to me, even though I was doing what the formula told me to do. It wasn't Brent Bailey. So it's because you weren't genuine. Right. Your church wasn't growing. Right. And it wasn't until I stopped trying to be who I wasn't and started being who I was that we started to gain traction. And that's that's really it as we wrap up this. That was, it's really the second point we're trying to make and copying somebody is, you know, be who you are. If you lead uh, better by... Um, encouraging words and emails and casting vision, then do that. If you're the kind of person that's got to get down there and do it with your people, then get down there and do it with your people. If you, if you have to be the kind of guy that, that, you know, is, um, (laughs) you know, a constant corrector and a micromanager, I mean, some people will tell you that's, but if that's what works for your company and for you, then be that, you know, be who you are so that you can function at your fullest. Because if you don't, um, you actually are raising your stress level you're, you're raising pressure and frustration and, and really ultimately leading to failure. Can I, add, can I say one Go thing about that, though, Brent? Don't allow the attitude of, well, that's just who I am, to creep in and allow you to be a jerk yeah. to people and treat people poorly. It's not an excuse. It, it, exactly. And it, you can't use that as an excuse because there are areas where we need change, where we need to 
make some adjustments where we can still be who we are. But if you're just an obnoxious jerk all the time, don't expect a lot of people to respond to that. Well, the whole point about, I mean, I mean, what we talk about here is a Christian slant, a Christian yeah, absolutely. values. The whole point about being a Christian is change. I mean, you are becoming a brand new person and a brand new, you know, Jesus, a relationship with Jesus will make you become somebody else. But you have to allow that to, you know, penetrate. You have to get rid of the bad and embrace the good. So, uh, you know, there, but there are strengths that you, that you have that you need to play to that, you, that some people just never do. Right. And we do want to play to our strengths, but I just wanted to make the point that there are people that are out there that I've heard before when I've, when we've talked about things that, you know, where oh, we've actually tried me. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah where right. we've, where we've had like the correction meeting with yeah. people. Yeah. Well, that's just how I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Well, then you're just a jerk all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that doesn't work with me. So then you can't be around me. Right. So anyway. All right. Well, hey, moving on. We've got a third point here. Actually. Yeah, this is yeah, right. this would be number, number three. three. If you're, if you're tracking along and following Can, chronologically you know, with your scorebook at home. That's right. Overthinking and underacting, which we we have a firsthand story of this. Yes, we do. We uh, when we were working at uh, at this church that we both were youth pastors at. He was junior high, I was high school, and and we were we were working with a radio station in town, and um, we uh, started bringing in concerts to the venue at the church there, and we were brought in some pretty big concerts. Yes, we I mean, did. I mean, we we would have you know. Uh, three, four, five thousand people at a time. Um, then we brought in a fireworks show that started bringing fifty thousand people in at a time, and and there were things that we would that we would do that we would. Um, uh, would you say we would undercommit and overdeliver? Yes, and we were told that several times. You guys, you guys um, undercommit all the time, but you overdeliver. You give us more than what we're expecting, and. And I think that there's a lot of folks out there. We did it because we genuinely thought that's all we could do. I mean, right. we were giving them. We, I mean, we didn't set the bar low so it was easy for us to attain the goal. We, the bar was still set high. It just We just went higher than. Which is really the right approach to what we're talking about right yeah. now. Is you, you should you know, always do more than you think you can. But here's the thing. There are some people that do this just out of pride and arrogance. And what they what they say is, oh yeah, we can do that because we were told later that when they tried to do some some other things with some other people in town, it was exactly this: they would overcommit and underdeliver, and yep. then and they wouldn't know about it till the day of the event, and they'd say, oh sorry, there's nothing we can do about that. But you promised, and you signed contract. Well, there's nothing we can do about it, and and that's the thing: if you put yourself out there thinking that you're going to be able to do something, and um, and you overthink it. And oh, and undercommit and and underdo. You're just you're going to build a reputation of of a failure. Yeah, the last concert that we did, one of the last concert we did with them, had four bands with it, big bands, big ones. And it was a it was a, was it a two truck caravan that they had with them. Uh, it was two semi trucks. Yep, and uh, uh, and a an RV. Yep, and then one of the bands was just getting started, so they yep. just had a van. When we were all done, when it went time for load in, they said, we need at least this many people there. So we said, we can do that and doubled that number. At load out, they said, you need to have at least this many people there. And we doubled, at least doubled that number as well. 
and we loaded them out faster by 30 minutes. This was the, the second to the last show that they had done. We loaded them out 30 minutes faster than any other show that had been done. And those guys are like, do you guys want to come on the road with us? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and that, that's what he's saying is, is that they said, you've got to have you know a dozen people here to help unload and get stuff set. We had 24, 25 people there for, for that. And we did the same thing that night. I think we had promised them nine or ten. We were yeah, like, we might we just, be able to get know, nine or yeah. ten. And we, we we came way over that. And but we really only thought we were going to be able to get that many people. It's not like, like hey, let's tell them we'll only get nine and bring in twenty seven. That's not what we were trying to do. We weren't doing it to try and be impressive with them. We were just trying to give them realistic. Hey, this is what we think that we can do. Now, the further we went on doing these things, that kind of stuff changed. Yeah. We went. Uh, we would start say, okay, yeah, we think we can get you fourteen, yep, twelve, fifteen, whatever, and then we would still have you know over twenty show up. But but the thing that I'm I'm thinking is is a lot of times people will uh, plan fairly well and execute poorly, and um, we we in our success that we've had. I mean, I've seen that now though in our in our stuff at our church where we plan a lot of things out and we get it all written out. You know, I've got a big whiteboard in our conference room and we write it all out and we put it all out there and this is where this is going to be. And this is where the, and we, I find ourselves executing poorly and I have to go back and say, look guys, we're then we've overcommitted. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not the hard part is not the dreaming it up. <laughs> it's not the part of 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 having grand ideas. That's not hard. Anybody, everybody, can do I was going to say, everybody has grand ideas, but you have to put yourself in a place where you know you can hit this mark. Yep. And if you overhit it, awesome. But if you underhit it, uh, you're, you're really doing damage. To well, yourself. and there's just so many people that are out there. They're all talk and no action. Mm-hmm. And those are the people. Well, you know, if we were doing that, then this is what we would have done. Or it's the you know it's the Monday morning quarterback syndrome that people have. Well, you know, if I was a quarterback and, and that guy had come in, this is what I would have done. I mean, you can clearly see the guy was open. Well, what it, the problem that people don't understand? I've never played professional athletics, nowhere near to that. I'm not a, I'm not a world class athlete on any on any level by any stretch of the imagination. But I've watched guys. And I've talked to guys who were, and the decisions that have to be made at times, you know, in the heat of that battle, it, it, they don't even, it's, when you say a split second, it's half a split second. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy for us in hindsight to criticize what other people have done. But that still comes back into my, my point of, they're, all they do is think, they never do. If you want to impress somebody, be a person of action. Well, and you're just going to have to get over yourself in these meetings, in the planning meetings and stuff like that, where you're like, well, I mean, I don't want to do that because, I mean, that's not very challenging and that's not very much. Well, can you deliver what you're getting ready to say? And that, I think, is what we're trying to make the point of is you have to be able to back up what you say you're going to do. Um, Me and Keith, have we have planned things for, like I said, up to 50,000 people and we both would look at each other when it was in it's, you know, the days leading up to it, knowing we're going to be wore out after it's over and then turn around and do another event in three weeks. Yep. But we would, we did it. We said, we're going to do this. So here we go. And we would almost, I mean, I don't want to say kill ourselves in a cavalier way, but I mean, 
in a, in a certain degree. We were killing ourselves to come through on that because we wanted the church to look good. We wanted our leadership to look good. We wanted to make our, our people that were working with us look good. And we wanted to make Jesus look good. And we wanted ourselves to look good as well. There's a, there's a certain amount of pride in that, and not in a bad way. I think that we can take pride in what we do. And people wanted to help us out. Yeah. Well, and then we'd turn around, there'd be more volunteers. And Absolutely. That's we were, able and to, we were to totally, more. we were really honest with everybody on this stuff. This can be a long, hot, hard day. You're going to work hard. When you get all done, you're going to know you did something today. Yeah. And everybody was fine with that because they knew what was coming. We had a guy who you'll meet later. He's going to be on one of our podcasts with one arm. And that's part of his story of who he is out there making funnel cakes for eight hours. Yep. Stood right next to <laughs> with me. With one arm. Yep. And that's the kind of people we were able to draw in because we would over deliver on what we would say. Yes. And that's important. You're building credibility with your community, with your customers, with your church, with uh, your employees, the people that follow you. If you can keep them reined into a realistic expectation, you'll find yourself going further. Absolutely. I, I love the... When you when you come up with, when you meet people, especially I work I I do a lot of construction stuff as a as a project manager. It's what I work for a construction company. So I run into guys that want to work for us, and they're all about telling me everything that they can do. And then I will bring them in to start a project for me. And I've had to let five different. I think we're at five or six crews right now that we've had to let go because they didn't have any idea what they were doing, and they they and all of them overpromised, underdelivered. And again, I, I come back to this. If we can come in and stop thinking and trying to, you know, come up with all this stuff, all these great ideas, and we never do them, we're, we're not worth anything at that point. We just need to, we need to stop thinking and start doing and become people of action, doers of the word. All right. Well, as we wrap up this uh, version of the podcast, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that at 1330podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Brent. I'm Keith. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for the 1330 Podcast with Brent and Keith. We want to hear from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter today at 1330podcast or email us directly at 1330podcast at gmail.com. Join us next time for another 13 minutes and 30 seconds geared to change you into the leader that you and those who follow you want you to be.